So here we are on my first episode of my podcast, Enlightened Mindsets. And I'm so excited to be embarking on this new journey. Um, I've just had a series of things happen in my life where I know that it is leading me to a public platform to be able to reach the people. And it is my hope that I am able to give some resourceful information uh, that will add to your knowledge and your access to resources um, that will help you along your journey for self-improvement, self-development, professional development, um, all that good stuff. I'm so happy that you are here to join me. Uh, Let me tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, My name is Shahida and I am the founder of Enlightened Pathways. Enlightened Pathways is a nonprofit organization that works on vocational consultations and professional development, entrepreneurial consultations, uh, anything that you want to do to further develop yourself into the in the professional realm. Um, of course, uh, the primary goal of that is economic self-sufficiency. So I'd like to promote economic self-sufficiency. And I'd like to do that by um, also promoting social upward mobility, uh, which seems to be lacking in the minority community, as well as lower socioeconomic communities. Kind of... uh, Uh, creating this caste system like India had the caste system where there was no opportunity for social mobility. Um, That is kind of what America has become. And I am here uh, to, you know, just get all of us together on the same page and inform all of you how we can change this. Uh, No matter the pushbacks we get from the politicians and the elitists, uh, we will change this and we will pave and forge the way for ourselves. So I hope that you continue to listen in, subscribe, um, share my content and God bless you all. And hello, friends, and welcome back. I apologize for my voice. Um, The weather is getting a little tricky, and it has my voice a little bit harsh and raspy, so I apologize about that. Um, But welcome back to another episode of Enlightened Minds. I'm so glad to be with you all today to be able to share some knowledge and expertise that I may have in certain areas. And to familiarize uh, the people with the things I'm going to be talking about, it is going to be a myriad of things. Um, social issues, uh, you know, uh, ways that we can, you know, help develop ourselves into, you know, more marketable people, more marketable people professionally. Um, that is what I do at my organization, which is Enlightened Pathways, and I do it uh, pretty much for free. Um, but we do have a business clinic where we uh, charge know, a very reasonable amount to help you get your business, um, 
filed with the Department of State or the IRS if that's the route you wish to take um, with going uh, filing as a nonprofit. So, uh, you know, we do business plans. We do logos, we build websites, we do bylaws, um, operational laws. Um, yeah, we, there's something else I'm missing, but everything that comes with, you know, um, everything you'll need to start out successfully as a startup business, we are able to provide for you. And we have just started to also offer virtual assistance services. Um, So if you need a virtual assistant, a lot of us, when we start up, we don't have the money to be able to pay staff, but uh, we are going to help you in a reasonable way um, as far as, you know, um, what we're going to charge. And, um, you know, we understand that you might not have enough work to fulfill a 30 or 40 hour week. So that's fine with us. You know, usually when you look for employees, you might need help, you know, five to 10 hours a week or even less. And um, nobody's really going to invest their time to make that little bit of money. But we don't have an interest uh, to make the money. We have an interest to support you as the entrepreneur. So keep that in mind. Um, You can also go to the website, www.dite dot enlightened pathways e-n-l-i-g-h-t-e-n-e-d p-a-t-h-y i'm sorry p-a-t-h-w-a-y-s dot org and that is enlightened pathways dot org and you can set up a free consultation with me and i'll be able to break down everything that we offer So going back to the podcast, this is just basically another introductory session. Um, We're going to be talking about higher education. Um, I know uh, I like to stress the importance of higher education and people, a lot of people are always like, you know, you don't have to go to college to be smart or successful. I wish they stopped telling kids that. I'm very middle of the line with that because no, you don't have to go to college, but you have to go get some knowledge. I don't care if you are a student of YouTube and you make a, a uh, disciplined curriculum for yourself based on YouTube. You have to um, invest enough in yourself to where you understand the uh, value and the impact of you know your edification and we definitely need to be uh, brushed brushed up in some areas so um, I'm going to talk about higher education I am going to talk about the criminal justice system with everything going on with Kyle Rittenhouse and the verdict Uh, the verdict is you know not so so bad to me I don't I have not followed Uh, the case enough to say whether he was actually acting in self-defense. It didn't seem like it, the way he was, you know, showing off and branding his his weapon and stuff. But, you know, um, things can change uh, with, you know, um, the introduction of new evidence. So I don't know. But what I do know, it is extremely hard, if not almost impossible, to get a... uh, a black man 
or woman for that matter, to uh, be deemed um, innocent by way of self-defense. Um, it's been tried many, many times. Um, I actually have a stepfather. My mom was an attorney. She was a prisoner civil rights attorney. Um, in this role, she visited a lot of facilities and a lot of inmates and got their account of certain stories. And, <clears throat> excuse me, my stepfather happened to be one of her interviewees. And, um, you know, they they liked each other. There was an attraction and, you know, um, he had her, her, her mail correspondence. He, he mailed her, I think a card or maybe a birthday card or something. And, you know, within that year, actual relationship blossomed to where she was, you know, going to see him and not very long after she got married to him. But anyway, he had a 25 year sentence for murder. Do you think that they took into account that he felt threatened and he was surrounded by all these big, older, grown men and he was only 18? So he was merely a child and for, you know, them not to take that into account. Now, now, mind you, he may have not been uh, totally justified, um, you know, um, I don't know if he was justified at all, but, you know, him knowing him for the person that I know him for, um, I believe that, you know, he has entertained something about, you know, it being self-defense and he knows that that didn't fly in court. And, you know, uh, of course he's done his time now. So he understands all that, but, um, could it have been used to mitigate his sentence? 25 years is a long time. Uh, so we we definitely want to take that into account. And um, we got to combat that. And you guys don't understand. A lot of people don't understand the value in unity. The unity among minorities, African-Americans, uh, people on lower socioeconomic levels who are getting um, the, uh, the back end of, you know, uh, everything going on in society at a, at a higher political level because they have, you know, they don't have society's best interests at heart. Let's just say that, not as a whole. Um, so we're going to talk about that, how we need to be going into juries, how we need to be, uh, if something comes from court from a jury, you know, to, to actually to be on a jury, you need to go. Your people could be on the line. You need to go. For us to be, you know, so selfish and self-absorbed to be like, I can't miss work. I mean, they pay you. I mean, so I I, I don't understand um, the logic in that. But we will convey just how important the of a role that plays in our lives and in our loved ones' lives. And, you know, um, plays, you know, a major role in their fate with the criminal justice system. Uh, We're going to talk about communication skills, interpersonal relationships, and interpersonal skills. Uh, We are going to talk about the lovely CPS. Yes, yes. (sighs) The abhorrent (laughs) agency who likes to unjustifiably take people's children. 
And it's such a fine line because, you know, we want to protect the children. That's definitely what we want. I never want you to think that, you know, I'm against uh, any agency that is there to protect the children. But while you're trying to protect the children, um, I see a lot of people lose their way and lose focus. So because of that and because we're all humans and, you know, humans are the people who are running this CPS system, maybe we need to have an advocacy agency for the parents as well. Uh, You know, and it does not do children justice to be taken from their parents. Um, Even when, when, when there is fault, I'm sorry to say, um, in parenting, um, it, it, it just, it does not usually, in most cases, it does not take a good toll on the child um so I do want to stress that but I also want to stress uh how important it is for us to be humble um when these people come to us and um not just humble with them because I am not a fan of them and I'm not so humble with them but humble in my mind state um that I can do better as a parent and if you do not want to uh, admit that to anybody. Admit it to yourself because we can always do better as a parent. Um, and a lot of times they have it wrong. And, you know, things manifest in our children. And they're like, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that. And you're like, no, I'm perfect in that area. But guess what? Those same behaviors that they're, you know, trying to critique in your children or whatever, you know, um, is arising that, that seems to be a red flag for them. It can still be Um, a product of our doing. I want you to understand that. It could be, you know, maybe we have too many children and we just cannot get enough time for a certain child or any of the children, you know, individually. And that is a problem. And when your kids start showing problems, we may not be able to say, okay, this kid needs time now, this kid needs time now. But when certain problems arise, um, it should you know, clicking your head or you should be cognizant enough and in tune enough with your children to say, wow, um, I need to give this, this, uh, this daughter or this son, you know, some extra attention. Um, you know, even when they're bad and even, (laughs) I hate to use the word bad, um, but even when they're misbehaved, I mean, (laughs) there are things in children that, you know, diagnosis is that sometimes you do not stumble upon until that kid is in teenage years or adolescent years and some people don't get diagnosed with certain things until adult years and how terrible would you feel that your child's behavior was attributed to some disorder um, mental health wise behavioral wise neurological wise um, and you have been mistreating this child or ignoring this child or not giving them you know enough of your uh, time and attention um, because you thought that they were just acting out. Because let me tell you, um, as a mother, we can despise our children. I would never say hate because I never hated my children, but I despised them at one point or another when I knew they were culpable or I felt they were culpable for their actions um, and they like tried to impose and inflict harm and pain on me. Um, Of course, not at three and four years old, but as they start to get older, um, you start to really have to weigh, do they know what they're, do they know um, what they're doing? Do they know the impact it's having? Um, But that also uh, is something that 
falls back on you. You are responsible to show them empathy for people, how to treat others, and things like that. Um, so, um, with that being said, those are just a few of the things that, you know, we'll be touching on. Uh, it'll be a lot of topics. It'll be, you know, a lot of things. I am a paralegal. Um, God willing, I will be a lawyer in the next uh, few years, but, uh, I'm a paralegal for 10 years, uh, Like I stated before, I was raised by not only an attorney, because I think it's important to, you know, highlight that she was a civil rights attorney and um, it really taught me a lot. I was exposed to a lot of social justice issues, you know, from a young age and um, that I'm grateful for because it has prepared me for such a time as this. Um, So I'm going to go now. Uh, We've been on for almost 14 minutes. And, you know, if you've stayed with me the whole time, thank you so much. Um, I appreciate you. I hope you return to listen to our next podcast. Everyone be well and God bless.